Welcome to Baromag Interviews. This is your host, Leonardo Calcano. Hey, I'm uh, Kirk Zembel from Blind Man Brewing. We're at a sunny Lacombe, Alberta, central Alberta, you know, between Edmonton and Calgary. 40 clicks down the road from uh, RAR Malting. Sure, uh, breweries that you've talked to before, you've used RAR. They're the biggest craft maltster in the world, really. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, and we, uh, we've been brewing beer for about four years, you know. You know, you're a business-focused uh, thing, so you know that it takes a lot to get things started. So, it, you know, we've been in business for five years, five and a bit. You know, you got to get the building, you got to get the facility, you got to get the money as well. You need financing. It's not like we all had a big bank roll to uh, start this thing. We need banks' money, and thankfully the banks have given us money. That's good. Which is awesome. Uh, yeah, and we're just kind of rolling along. You know, we are we are brewery number 20 in the province of Alberta, uh, so four years ago. Now there's 120 plus, um, you know, so when we started, we just kind of hit, when the boom hit Alberta, you know, when we started, we're, we're just kind of go on trips to the States and see these amazing craft beer scenes. And we're like, you know, Canada really needs to step it up, um, you know, and we knew that boom was going to come heavily into Canada and sure enough, it did. So, why, so why did you launch your, why did you launch a brewery? Why did you go like everybody, like a coffee or something like that, a coffee place, whatever? What was the idea and the passion to start a brewery? You know, I feel like a generation ago, people would, you know, sit around with their buddies and be like, oh, we should open up a bar. And nowadays, oh, we should open up a brewery. But, uh, you know, my brother-in-law, one of my partners, he was the operation manager for a local craft brewery. Mm-hmm. You know, we were, we were in the world, we were beer geeks, you know, big on rate beer, shit like that. Um, and yeah, we just wanted to be, we wanted to brew beer that we like to drink. You know, you go to all these places, you know, especially the States, and you just have these amazing beers, and you're like, oh, I kind of want to have that in Alberta. Not to disparage the beer that was in Alberta before, you know. Dude, yeah, you have to, you have to defend your territory, man. 100%, like, you gotta, you can't wait for, uh, you can't wait for the world to come to you, you kind of have to make stuff happen in this world, right? So tell me, so how was the process to start your, your, besides, you know, five years to start your, your, yeah. so how was the process, like, getting everybody together, saying, Another brewery, you know, you have to sell your cell pitch. What was your cell pitch to the, no, we're not another brewery, we are a diamond brewery? Yeah, so, you know, I feel like it was, in, in hindsight, it was hard, but maybe it felt easy at the time. Um, just because, you know, if you give something that tastes delicious, people will just gravitate towards that. You know, maybe you can't, you know, make something as cheap as somebody else's, but you give somebody flavor, they just respond to it. Um, and so that's what we did. You know, we put it out, you know, again, not to disparage anybody who's before us, but we put out the very first, you know, heavily dry hopped um, IPA. Like our session ale that we're drinking right now has, has more more hops in it, um, all a dry hop, no uh, no bittering hops, than any anybody had ever put in any beer in Alberta ever. Like we're talking, you know, more hops than anybody put in a double IPA in Alberta before we came along. So how's the pricing for that? Uh, you know, you just, maybe we don't make as much money on beer as others would. I don't know, I don't see their books. Okay. Um, but we wanted to make beer that we wanted to drink. Like, still our session ale is beer I drink the most of because it's got a shitload of hops in dry hop and, you know, tastes dry, delicious, right? Um, you know, so the fact that we brought it the very first IPA that actually had, you know, significant dry hop, you know, people just gravitate toward that. And still to this day, you know, not to knock, not to pat ourselves on the back, there was a big Twitter competition, polling thing or whatever, voting, and our IPA was voted the best IPA in Alberta, so which is pretty sweet. So um, why the name Blind Man? Is it like a moonshine joke or something like that? No, it's uh, based on the Blind Man River. The Blind Man River goes yeah, all yeah. through central Alberta, kind of a touchstone for the area. Um, English translation of a indigenous word from back in the day, Pascapoo. Okay. Thousands of years ago, the story goes, there was a hunting party 
in the area who went snow blind, okay, you, know, yeah. you know, snow blind. Um, and so they had to hunker down for a while while it, you know, they, their eyesight returned essentially. And they just named the river and the valley in the area just the blind man. Okay, yeah, cool. the Pascapoo. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about the uh, the design. You know, the design is very very nice. It's very simple. Very yeah. very minimalistic. What do you got? So you sure you have an international appeal that goes there. So tell me about the design. What do you want to? What do you want people to go when they see the first time of beer? Yeah. So uh, with marketing and design, we we kind of do the same thing with your beer. We just go to what we like, what thinks, what seems cool, which we which we're digging. So this was just based on you know our session ale and our IPA are just based on paintings a friend a friend of ours did. Okay. You know uh, Sarah from uh, she lives in Vancouver now. Um, so she just did some beautiful paintings and we just decided to you know put those on put those on a can and then you know other ones we kind of would like our you know with is there like very county related. Uh... I call this team behind it, you know, like the river, yeah. the woods, and stuff like that. Yeah, so you know, that's my department. Um, we just kind of let people do what they do what best. So, like graphic designers, I just kind of let them go go nuts. You know, they love working with us because they get to actually, you know, put their passion, put their, you know, like that one and Andrea just did. You know, that's uh, very nice one. Um, you will appreciate constellation all that stuff. Yeah. You'll appreciate this story. Um, this is our Imperial Stout, Icarus. Um, that means of the blood of the gods, essentially okay. is what that word means. Um, and I had to break this out of LCBO beer jail a couple days ago because... Because it was dying there? Uh, because I wrote a story about, you know, just gods and ancient gods and the whole bit. But I put on here and, you know, perhaps we're suggesting this beer will allow you to live forever. Well, the LCBO considered that a health claim. <laughs> LCBO would like to protect uh, Ontario consumers from believing that they could drink this beer and live forever. So they made us strip label over top of it. But you know what's the worst? But if you be in the in the U.S., man, you had to strip it. You just take it off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So you have the you know very good like that. So well, how, since you know four years now as a as a business. Yeah. yeah. So as a, as an interpreter, how is it the hard has it been for you struggling to you know, make your beer? What have you found that you know being a business? How hard has it been a business here? Yeah. So it. I'm like say, you say, you was fun what, in the beginning and then. I wouldn't say it's it's hard it's because it's like it truly is your passion like I know it's cliched but like we just love beer we love brewing beer we love drinking beer um, you know we love having other people drink our beer so we just had, it's been easy just to push ourselves and just keep going and you know we've gotten bigger and we've gotten more people involved you know we've got a big team now people doing all sorts of stuff which is awesome you know I love to see you know Brendan he's working today with me you know he's really big into horticulture so he's you know talking about growing this and putting that in a beer and it just I'm so blown away by people's passion you know um, on our team and so it, it, it doesn't feel hard you know we just keep keep going you know maybe in five years we'll see I don't know so tell me if I go to your brewery what kind of brewery how, what is, is that, does it have a tap room there's a brewery how does it work yeah absolutely you know we've got a tap room tap rooms are allowed in Alberta you yeah. know you can come by you can uh, have a pint you can have some snacks local meats and cheeses flights the whole bit um, yeah, yeah, you know, we're in a small, uh, small city in Alberta, but we're just off the highway two between Edmonton and Calgary. Okay. Stop in next time you're in. I will do. I was in Winnipeg the, like a year ago. Oh, so yeah. yeah. So tell me, how's the scene up there? How's the scene going? I mean, you told me there's like over, over 100 brews right now. Yeah, 120 so plus. It's yeah. growing strongly. Oh yeah, for, for a, it's booming still. It's such a not a big population either. Uh, it's me. about the same size as BC. It's about four million people, okay, so you know, not the size of Ontario. Is it more tap rooms or mostly more more a can can can? Uh, a bit of both, for sure. Tap rooms are going strong, um, but one advantage 
that Alberta has is that we have a fully privatized liquor yeah. model, which uh, you know is uh, I would say a model for the continent. Honestly, like it is amazing. Like anybody can open up a liquor store and stock products. We have these, you know, we have a couple liquor stores like Sherbrooke Liquor and Kagenport. Like Sherbrooke is, it's you know, I'll, I'll say this to their face. I think it's the best liquor store in the continent. You know, you sure you go to liquor stores, tap, like tap bottles, shows, ball shops, other places in the world, and they have a lot of stuff that you've never had. But Sherbrooke gets stuff that like people would pay lots of money for in lots of different markets. You know, so Burdock, they're doing awesome things here in Toronto. The very first outside of the province liquor store they go to, Sherbrooke Liquor. You know, they're always the first liquor store, and we're always the first market for our export. You know, the Americans when they come up, they're usually going to. Um, Alberta first and like Blood Brothers and Bellwoods, you know, they're in Alberta, you know, doing cool shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just amazing for beer drinkers. So pretty much it's a place where you lose, you lose, a, you have to spend a lot of money. As a beer lover, you go crazy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, my God. Like there's beers like, you know, some of these Lambics and stuff. Like I know, I know Ontario and Quebec, they get some Lambic here and there. And, yeah, yeah. You know, but there they get like ton, tons of it. Well, you just, yeah, and you're just expensive, yeah. So how's the scene up there in, in, in Alberta? The, uh, the, the craft beer scene, besides being so many of them, so being more yeah. liberal, how... How, how good is, how healthy is it? Oh, it's, it's it's going strong. You know, like, Alberta, again, this isn't like a... I don't want to make it seem like I'm a rah-rah, but Alberta does grow the best malt barley in the world. Mm -hmm. um, we have perfect growing conditions, you know, warm days, long warm days, cool nights, and we don't grow any corn or minimal amounts of corn, so we don't have, uh, like, you know, fusarium and uh, a lot of these, uh, these bugs um, that'll affect barley. Um, so it's just, like, it's the only... It's the only place like, you know, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, they all have fusarium. Like, we have no no disease and perfect growing conditions for a barley. So we grow the best malt barley in the world. It's nice. just, and that's why there's huge malt plants in Alberta and that we ship. Like, RAR Malting is the biggest um, craft maltster in the world. Okay, um, like, name a, name a craft beer that you love in the States. I'm going to say nine times out of ten they have RAR Malt in it. So like we're you talking Russian River. Like Alchemist, like everybody uses there. Yeah, so, what do, you, what do you see your company in five years? Oh, because now I see it. Hopefully, it still going, I guess. I don't know. But do you want to go into more into canning, more souring, more into uh, bottles? Uh, what, do you, what do you think? Yeah, you still want to do, do shit that we really like to drink. You know, so obviously, keep going with the hoppy beers, the dark beers. Um, we do a whole bunch of sours. We got a couple, you know, ex cognac fooders. So, you know, good, we, we, got, we got a cool ship. We're doing some spontaneous stuff. You know, so we got barrels squirreled away for years now. Um, you got a hundred barrels. Like we're just doing a stuff that. So it's like a chemistry at that is best, man. Yeah, it just we're just having a lot of fun and doing beers that we want to do. And you know, people buy them, awesome. If they don't, it's so okay. We can drink them, like you know. There's one thing, you know, like there's there's more and more brewers ha happening for sure. Yeah. But there's always like you know, there's a, the pressure of the market one day. One day is going to get to a point where, like in Quebec and Ontario, and less Ontario, but Quebec, there's a point where the market is, has is, is, there's too many breweries right mm. now. Is there a point where you have to think to yourself, there's too many brewers in Alberta, there's going to be a problem one day, that pressure's going to go, and there's going to be a, like a, kind of like a small... Yeah, like a contraction type yeah. thing, yeah. Um, so... Do you see it, or this still like, a couple of years ago? Yeah, we're, we're definitely reaching a point where now you can't just, you know, open up, say you're a brewery, and be successful. Now you have to actually do things right, which is good, it's healthy. It makes it means there won't be a shitty beer on the market because... Yeah. Um, but I don't see it as a problem for breweries. I'm gonna be honest. Um, if I'm a bar or a restaurant, that's where I'm worried. Like you're in the states, that is what's happening. Is that people? There's so many bars and restaurants that are closing down because of breweries and brewery tap rooms. You know, 
that's where the real contraction is happening in the states, and it's now a big thing, you know. And there, I know. So Burdock, you know, I just in Burdock last night, you know, they have a bar and a restaurant essentially. So the bars and restaurants around them are just going to have less traffic because you know they're going to they're going to take there's only so many seats, so many dollars in people's pockets, and more and more of it's going to uh, um, you know breweries. Like you look at the numbers coming out of the states because they're the health you know the strongest number base you can go off of. Up Canada has kind of weak numbers in that case. Um, the volume, like the actual amount of beer that Kraft is making, is is still growing, uh, but not growing like 10% like it was. Um, but the kind of the share of market in terms of dollars is is still going up high because it's just taking away from the bars and the restaurants. Okay, okay, so good. that that's the real that's a real crunch. Like there's so many bars and restaurants closing in the states. It's actually. So we, right now we're at CL 2018. So yeah. what do you expect from CL this year? Oh, just talking with guys like you, slinging beer for the friendly folks. Um, just happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Happy. It's pretty easy to uh, it's pretty easy to give uh, you know hand out free beer to people and people are uh, people are having fun. Um, yeah, just uh, yeah, no no expectations. We're just here, and tomorrow we'll see you at the Canadian Brewing Awards. Yes, another day of beer. I know, right? What I said, what I, what I said, well, I know, man. it's terrible. Terrible, just a hard job, right? Tasty, tasty, man. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, and uh, enjoy your enjoy your day, man. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll yep. grab a beer. <laughs> right on, man.